Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Modern Retail Podcast. I'm Kale Guthrie Weissman, the editor-in-chief here at Modern Retail. This week, I'm really excited. We have Fabiola Torres, the CMO and Senior Vice President of the Energy Category at PepsiCo. And we're going to go into energy drinks, Rockstar Energy, which I know she's been working a great deal on, just all of that stuff. Um, I'm really excited to sort of drill down into all of it. But Fabi, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Very good. How are you, Kale? I'm super happy to be here. Thank you so much. So for those, I always ask guests at the beginning, what's your story? So how how did you get to lead the energy category at Pepsi? Because I know that you've worked for a variety of different brands. Is that correct? Correct. So my my background is in sports and fitness. I worked at Nike for almost two decades in several um, brand positions and leadership positions across the board. So that's how I've been built, I would say, in terms of how I grew up professionally. I was lucky enough to continue my career at Apple and being the head of marketing for Beats by Dre until I got uh, a phone call from PepsiCo. I think it was a, a great challenge. CPG is not an industry that I have really worked on through, the, through my career. So I was excited to take um, the leadership role in this uh, new, I would say, bet and category for the company. So super excited. It's been only 18 months in this journey, and we have accomplished quite a few things in just uh, 18 months. Wow. So you joined about 18 months ago, like it sounds like right about when the pandemic began. Is that true? That's correct. I've been working remotely. I was uh, hired during the pandemic, so super interesting transition. But I think I have learned a lot and I have been taught a lot in terms of how to lead teams, how to hire great talent and how to be trusted partner for my um, the company that is based out of New York and I'm based out of LA. What would you say, like, what made you decide that you wanted to go into CPG? You know, going from Beats by Dre, it's a, it's such a, it's, I imagine there's, there, there are a lot of similarities when you're, when you're doing marketing at such a high level, but it seems like a very, a very different kind of jump. So what made you want to do that? The opportunity. I think the opportunity and the challenge, I think this category is specifically in energy drinks, they drive a lot of culture. They drive a lot of, uh, I would say, sports and music connection to the consumers. And I was happy that I could actually fill those gaps in terms of uh, really bring the expertise in music and sports and even gaming uh, into the company, which it made me a little bit of a different profile for leader at PepsiCo. And I was excited of the opportunity and the trust that they put in someone that they never met before, you know? What is the overall history of PepsiCo with energy drinks, for those who don't know? The, the company has not really uh, been uh, serious officially about the energy category. And, and you know, Mountain Dew started a long time ago, like um, the unofficial energy soda, you know, and it was kind of validated and had the credentials across generations. And um, and through time, uh, they, they became distributor for different brands. One of them is Bang. Uh, we are the official distributor of Bang. And they were distributing Rockstar and they, they really liked the trajectory of the brands and how they connect in a different way to different uh, type of consumers and set of consumers. And they said the only way to really become a little bit more serious about it, it was purchasing one of the brands that will help us to unlock kind of the potential for the company to really come and develop new New brands. Our uh, our goal is to develop a, a, a set of uh, brands 
within the energy portfolio. So Rockstar was acquired by PepsiCo in March 2021. And we acquired the, the, the brand, the talent, you know, everything that it came, uh, it, it came with it. And we were excited to kind of revamp and restage the brand in 2021. Walk me through what your big plan with Rockstar has been? Because I know you just did a big rebrand um, that, you know, this past year, sort of when you when you entered in, knew that this was one of your big mandates, what was your overall vision? How are you going to sort of re- restart this this company that or this brand that people probably have known for years? Yeah, I think they respect the equity, respect the heritage of the brand and how we uh, reno- renovate the brand in terms of being relevant for our current consumers and to our new consumers. And when when I talk about relevancy, it's about the cultural currency, right? There's some intangible things like how do you make a, a brand relevant again? And I've been contacting a lot of partners um, that I have worked with in the past, and it's just uh, about how you become part of the essentials. And you know, for Gen Z and millennials. Gaming is a, a big component of it. And music is another big component. Sports is another big component. So those are the three pillars that we really want to focus on or being focusing on and and really go deep into storytelling, making sure that our products continue to get better and better. The proposition is to be in twofold to the consumer, our voice being more relatable. And then the products to continue to get better and get get better ingredients, get a better proposition for the consumers. Wow, that's there are a lot of things there, and I want to dig into all of those. So let's talk about the gaming part because I'm fascinated with gaming. It's a it's a thing that I feel like a lot of brands are saying they want to dip their toes into, but it's unclear how you do it. So what was your what is your approach to gaming as it relates to Rockstar? First is to get to know the gamer. You know, you have to start being personal to them and really engage into that community and making sure that it's not a transitional like it's not a transition or it's not a sponsorship it's a partnership this year has been um, um we have been taking big steps uh into the gaming community by being partners with 100 thieves which is you know is one of the most credible communities that exist out there in the u.s Nashville has been the face of our brand as well in terms of the gaming community and being with them in any competitions or any things that they have going on throughout the year. And we support them with the product to stay up, to stay alert, to to really make sure that we give them enough energy through the hour, uh, energy through the hours. And then what um, the second one is the partnerships. Uh, we have done a couple of years in the row uh, partnerships with Microsoft. Microsoft and Xbox has been proven to be a great partner because not just because what they bring to the table, but because how we approach approach both of us partnerships. And we want to make sure that we provide things that are attractive to the consumer when they actually release new technology, new gaming uh, every year. But throughout the year, how do we actually reward the consumers and media, the, the gaming community, and us really curating the product. For us, it's just how do you take it all the way to make sure that that little can that is just that uh, you're going to drink a great energy drink, it is curated, it's collaborated by different artists as well. So we've really been exploring, and I don't know if you have seen all the content that we have released. Um, we, we really spend a lot of effort, resources, and partner with the right artists as well to bring those um 
new master chiefs and and um, and and characters to life in the Rockstar and 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 Halo um, way, which is a partnership that we just announced. What specifically have you done with Microsoft as it relates to Rockstar? How did how did that work? Well, this is the second year in a row we did Cyberpunk last year, and this time is, okay. is uh, we. We had a lot of great learnings and they had a lot of great learnings with the launch of the game and the updates of the game. And one thing that we wanted to make sure is we continue working and growing with them and understanding how the two brands come together and how we elevate the game that, that they release. And this time, because it's, 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 you know, Halo has been in the market for over two decades now, or two decades, and the way that Rockstar has been as well. So we have a lot in common. We, uh, this is our 20th anniversary for Rockstar, and we felt like that was the right the right game because it kind of gets into a little bit older generation and younger generation as well. I have a 12 year old kid that is crazy about Halo as well. So um, it is a, a franchise that is very important for Microsoft and is very credible in the community. And one of the goals for this brand is continue building that credibility in the younger generation of consumers. And in the gaming community that we know, we know our game, right? So that's, that's the message. Yeah. You mentioned earlier that sort of when you do a part, when you do a partnership, it's a partnership and it's not, it's not transactional. I can't remember exactly how you describe that, but when you're, when you're working with talent or a gamer who's very high profile, how do you go about forging, forging that? What are the conversations you have? Are there certain things they need to say in order for you to feel good about the relationship you're going to have? No, it's not about saying, it's about actions. It's about being relatable. I think one of the things that sometimes, I mean, as a marketer, I can tell you, the brands that talk to them are not the ones that are really with them. I think it's being yeah. being a partner, being relatable, being a, being a friend, being a, an ally is what we want to do. And I think with 100 Thieves, as an example, it's, it's something that we just work with them in their house, with their product, sending them a, a lot of love to what is what's relevant for them and making sure that we have um, really good presence with them, of course, from a brand perspective and more is understanding them. And it's the way that we approach Microsoft. I think it's just that we were with them the whole process of Halo. We understood what were the things that that we're caring most about as, as uh, being one of the most important franchises for them, respecting the identity of the game, and then bringing curators. As I was telling you, we, we partnered with five artists, and those five artists were able to bring the illustrations to the cans. And, and we're excited to unlock different rewards to the consumer when it comes to the promotion, when it comes to the sweepstakes, and making sure that there's something going on in the market for those rockstar lovers, but for Halo lovers as well. So it's when the two partnerships come together and you get the best out of the two brands. Do you have product? Do you have promotions embedded in the games themselves? Um, I feel like there are a lot of brands that are trying to do that. And I, I wonder how, how authentic they read, sort of how you approach that. What are your thoughts about that? I think that's the next step. I think that right now we're not embedded in the game, but we're embedded into um, the extensions of the game. Um, there's a mm -hmm. lot of things that are happening. I think if they, we have to be better to the creation uh, cycle to to be embedded in the game. I, we don't want to force it because it's just it's, it's a it's a drink, but 
there's things that the consumer will want from us, which is that that curation, that collaboration. We did one of a kind helmets of the Master Chief that the influencers wow. are gonna get. They're impressive and they're they're hold on a, on cans and they're numbered and it's only um, a few hundred that are going out there to the whole um, influencer and gaming community. Um, I think it's creating this um, desire and creating the opportunity for the consumers to grab collectibles, as you know, as a gaming community. Uh, and when you ground your brand in culture, it's about how you have these uh, one-of-a-kind items on and off the game. I think for us, it's important to be in both. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. I want to sort of zoom out and ask a question just about where the energy drink category is now, because I remember when I was young and it was right when energy drinks were hitting the market and they had a very specific connotation with them and they were really cool. I, you know, like I remember in high school, the red, the red bull truck would drive up to me and give us free samples. And it was like the coolest thing ever. And I feel like we're now at a new sort of paradigm in terms of what people think of energy drinks. And so how, when you were doing a rebrand for Rockstar, how were you sort of explaining what, what the newest iteration of the entire category is? Do you know the, the, the good thing about having leaders um, like the brands that you mentioned is that they set up the, the, the path, you know, and, but it's been, uh, I would say, uh, a sandbox where everybody's playing. And I think we, we need to be authentic, which is uh, Rockstar has been very authentic, but we want to be relatable. I think the, where, where the category is to your question, Kale, is just uh, there's more and more consumers coming into the category like before. Before it was like a little bit of a stigma. There's the energy drinkers and the rest. Right now, um, category is way more open, more accessible. There's other energy drinks uh, that are coming to be more um, accessible for other consumers in terms of the proposition, better for you, less caffeine or more, more functional ingredients. There's like a lot. In the past, there were like three players. Right now, I can, mm -hmm. I can name 10 players. So I think yeah. it's everybody is aiming to drive distinction. For our brand is really making sure that that distinction is truly unique and different. Is not just about the product, but just about our voice and making sure that we invite people. We have different sublines in terms of the product. We have zero calories. We have zero sugar products. We have full cal. It's just um, the, the consumers are moving to different places. You have your core consumer that prefers that prefers um, different type of drinks versus the emerging consumer that is coming in for a little bit of a boost. We have flavors, uh, things that in our portfolio that 10 years ago, as you were saying, when you were growing up or 15 years ago, didn't exist before because it, the, the energy drink has certain profile. Absolutely. I realized I said 10 years ago and really it's 20 years ago. And that's just like how old I am and how I realize. I don't even know what time is anymore. But anyway, that, that I want I want to sort of ask go go deeper into that and specifically cuz your background is super fascinating in terms of being part of brands that have in, 
are so embedded into the culture. And that's uh, exactly what you're trying to do, it seems, with Rockstar. And so I think that a lot of that is about forging partnerships with celebrities, which you mentioned is, is one thing that, or entertainers. And so how do you go about doing that with, with, a, with a brand like Rockstar? Is it that you have sort of a vision board of people you think really vibe with the brand? Sort of how, how do you sort of make it so that, the, that you're embedding yourself in, in the correct culture that is telling the right brand story? Yeah, that's a great question, Kale. I think it's just uh, it's about the process. It's about who is making it out there and their backgrounds and and their trajectory and and the things that they're doing that it matters. It, it is who we want to be affiliated with. And yes, we have a, a mood board. We have a vision board. We have partners that have been there for a while with us. There's um, emerging athletes that we're looking after. There's emerging artists that we holding hands right now. There's uh, there's talent pe- talented people that have made it through, but they want us to tell their story. So there's uh, different levels of people. It depends on, um, you know, our campaign and our, uh, I would say, position is about hustling. Our campaign is hustle on. And, and, you know, during the pandemic, we kind of validated more and more with the consumer on everybody's hustling right now. So whether you have more than one gig or you have um, multiple things going on at home because it's your new office or you transition into your new into your old office right now so everyone is hustling so we want to be relatable we want to be that brand that kind of like tells those stories as well from your talent on top to your everyday person like you and me that can can tell those and relate that and celebrate that. For us, it's the celebration of the everyday hustle is not just when you make it. As a top marketer right now, what are the most exciting platforms for you, specifically when it comes to brand storytelling? Are you are you guys doubling down on TikTok? Do you find that YouTube's working really well? Sort of what what are you what are you paying attention to that's really been resonating? It depends. It depends on the moment and the message. Everything is opportunistic right now. There's things that are trending, as you know. You can do extended stories in in, in Instagram and connect it back to YouTube on your links. Or could you do the opposite if you have long forms and you just live in YouTube? I think is is all platforms uh, work for us depending on who are you are you talking to. For younger generations, definitely TikTok has been that platform that has make us smile and and share things that are unexpected and 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 really bring new young consumers to it and have a little fun with it um but definitely i would say the top three i would say is is instagram tiktok and youtube do you have or like what is rockstar's overall tiktok strategy is that about just having the right partners in place who can take it forward have you been doing things you know, in-house or how are you approaching all that? It's both. I think it's part of the campaign um, that we have launched as well as curated content that we do through influencers. When we talk about, you know, TikTok, it works with um, with influencers that have that reach as well. Then when it comes to uh, YouTube extended content, we just did a partnership uh with Billboard, with music as well, that it was very successful with um, Carol G and San John. We really make sure that we have um, these platforms for the launch of um, of Halo. Twitter was on fire for us, like really. Twitter, really? Twitter, really blew up. And uh, wow! Yeah, so it was it was really cool to see just how everyone reacted to uh, to the Halo partnership with Rockstar in a cool way. 
And, and, you know, we're learning as we go, but this just to reach different audiences with different messages is, is how, how we, and I've done it before in my previous company. So it's, it's not just putting the same content for every platform. It's how you tailor your message to the, to the respected audiences and, and tell them that you care. And is um, they they receive it very well, and they they search for you in different channels, you know. Got it. So let's talk about sort of what what your plans are now for the future. You mentioned that twenty twenty one was a lot about sort of this big Rockstar relaunch. What are your big plans specifically with Rockstar, but also where else is the energy category at PepsiCo going to expand or look into down the line? Yeah, is uh, you know. Future is bright for us. Uh, we're bringing great innovation for the brand. We're launching three amazing new products for Rockstar. Unfortunately, they're under embargo right now. So it's just, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, but it started in January. We're launching a new product. Um, it's first to category. We're super excited to launch it. Um, very connected and exciting music. Then there's other products that are coming up and in the pipeline to really reinforce that new ingredients that I was telling you about. And that's that's Rockstar. And, and closing, of course, the, the, the year, next year, with another gaming partnership for sure. So Really? Yeah, 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 for sure. So we have a busy year starting from January all the way to October, November next year. And then, um, you know, we have a brand in place that is um, uh, under the Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew brand, which is Mountain Dew Rice, and in, in it's Mountain Dew Energy, actually. It's just that um, energy brand under a brand that has worked really hard for us and is one of the staples brands for, for PepsiCo. We have the partnership with LeBron James. We launched it this year. Very functional brand. And, and LeBron has been a, a great partner, a great spokesperson for us. And he really embraces uh, the rice mentality and, and, and really rising um, through his whole career. And um, we are excited. This, this product has the immune system support with all the ingredients, functional ingredients, and, and to give you the mental boost as well. So that's the second brand in the portfolio. And we're about to launch a new brand in 2022 as Whoa. well. <laughs> that is under embargo as well. Ah, <laughs> oh, so many embargoes. Why are you doing this to me? Yes. So, which, so what sort of white space in the market would this new brand fill, do you hope? Um. I would say that the, the thing is, I want to see that on you and, and our audiences out there is just we understand what the consumer wants and needs. And we understand that they may not come to Rockstar because it's a little bit more powerful energy drink. I would say uh, on the mentality on better for you and providing the right amount of energy is where we're headed with the new brand. Got it. Would you... Would you guys be thinking about acquiring any other brand similar to how you did Rockstar in the future? Or are you just going to be focusing on these three for the time being? For the time being, we're going to focus on these three, but I we're always open to new possibilities. Got it. Well, Fabi, this has been such an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for joining. Yes, of course. Thank you for having us. And I hope I get to, to talk to you, Kayla, in the new year to give you and, and give you full disclosure of the new innovation for the brand. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Modern Retail Podcast, a show by Digiday. If you haven't already, please do subscribe and head to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review and a rating. See you next week.